There's really only one thing that stands between you and overcoming your anxiety, panic, or agoraphobia. Just one. That's courage. It's what none of us wants to hear. It's the dirty little truth that we all try to get around. But in the end, it all starts with courage. Let's take some time to talk about that right now. Hi everyone, Drew here, That Anxiety Guy. Welcome to episode 3 of my Panic, Anxiety, and Agoraphobia podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that I think most want to hear about, but few actually want to deal with, and that's courage. Being brave. Courage is the foundation upon which many victories in life are built, and dealing with anxiety and anxiety disorders is no exception to this. Without courage, there is no forward progress, no chance at getting your life back. Before I continue, let me remind you that I'm not a medical doctor or a licensed therapist and that this podcast is not meant to be a substitute for qualified medical advice or assistance. I'm just sharing my experiences and what have worked for me in going from crippling anxiety to a normal life. I'm hopeful that it may help you too. So courage, what is it? I think many of us think that courage is directly related to fear level, as if brave people aren't as afraid or courageous people don't experience fear as intensely. I've actually had people say to my face that the reason they can't do what I did is because I was brave, but that they're terrified. The implication is that courage is the opposite of fear, but that could not be more wrong. Courage is actually acting despite being afraid. Being brave means moving ahead even though moving ahead is terrifying to you. It has nothing to do with not being scared. It has everything to do with being scared, but moving forward anyway. If you're trying to overcome things like panic disorder or agoraphobia, you're going to be afraid. I guarantee it. I certainly was. But that doesn't mean you're not courageous. It means you're human. You can be completely terrified and also be amazingly brave at the same time. In fact, that's exactly what's required of you here, especially to get the ball rolling, to overcome all that fear-based inertia that has you trapped. In the context of anxiety, panic, or agoraphobia, your fear is driven by the sensations your body is throwing at you and the thoughts that race through your mind. That means that our particular brand of courage involves facing that fear while doing the things that counteract the anxiety and fear response. For us, that means learning to relax on demand, learning to clear and quiet the mind, learning to be calm and still, and learning how to breathe in a relaxed way. We have to build these skills and then put them into action while being completely submerged in extreme fear. The natural reaction to anxiety is to brace, recoil, and seek escape, but that has to end and you have to find the courage to completely relax into your fear. Be afraid, but relax anyway. That's courage. Unfortunately, aside from swallowing things that will chemically dampen your anxiety symptoms, this is the only way to get through this. You must be willing to face that which you fear, to get right up close to it, and to experience it fully without distraction, avoidance, or escape. This is how our brains unlearn and unravel an anxiety disorder. We can actually make use of the amazing plasticity of our brains by putting things in reverse. What we learn, we can unlearn. The bad news is that this process flies completely in the face of our survival instinct and our drive to seek comfort and safety. We must do exactly the opposite of what we most desperately want to do, and that's where courage kicks in. You have to be brave, because as I've said many times, you must be afraid before you cannot be afraid. There's just no way around this. You might not want to hear it, but it's true. No internet forum, website, study program, seminar, or anything else is going to change that. 
you're going to have to face the fear and ride it through to the other side. No amount of thinking or analyzing is going to get you around it. You have to be courageous. This, my friends, is the number one thing that keeps people trapped in their anxiety, often for years on end. Let's clarify some of this, though. First, I want to look at the notion of simply enduring the fear. Enduring your fear means bracing against it, fighting it, closing your eyes, clenching your jaw while you wish it away. Now, that's certainly a courageous act, but that's not what we're looking for. That's not going to work. What we want is relaxation and flexibility. Lean into the fear. Let it wash over you and carry you away. Go limp. Let that huge wave roll right in and crash onto the beach. It'll dissipate if you don't feed it. That's how you do it, and that requires even more courage. Next, I need to acknowledge that what I'm talking about sounds like it requires insane levels of bravery. Well, it does. But the good news is that you only really need to exhibit these crazy levels of courage for short periods of time. The first few times are the most frightening by far. You'll want to keep those episodes reasonably short. As you practice facing your fears, it will begin to get easier and you can begin to widen your comfort zone. The general trend in recovery goes from extreme intensity with short duration to lower intensity and longer duration. You only need to be superhero brave for a short while in the beginning, I promise. If you're doing it right, it's going to get easier as you progress. I really can't stress that enough. Too many people never make it past the first step because they don't understand that each successive step is going to become less frightening and require less courage. So how do we apply all of this talk of courage and bravery? Well, that happens in a couple of ways. The first is that you have to start building your relaxation skills. Meditation, relaxation breathing, progressive muscle relaxation. There are all kinds of tools that you have to learn to use so that you can put them to use exactly when things get ugly. Next, we have to look at exposure. Intentionally putting yourself into those situations that make you anxious or induce panic. That's the secret sauce, and that's the part where you get to display all the bravery that I know is inside you. You get right up into the face of your fear, then kick in those relaxation skills you've just built and let it all run its course without fighting it. It works. It really does, but it requires courage. So let's tie some of this together. In my last podcast, I talked about accepting that living in fear isn't okay and about taking responsibility for fixing that situation. Just making that choice requires coverage all by itself, but without the willingness to actually face your fear, all that motivation and desire to change is for nothing. Many want a better life, and many wish for a better life. Many even pray for a better life. But until you decide to make changes and summon the courage to actually take action, that better life isn't coming. That's the 10-second synopsis of how I got my life back, and I really believe that it's the simple plan that will help you get yours back too. It's not easy, but very few things worth doing are in this life. I'd like you to think about this for a while. Think about the difference between fear and courage. Understand that courage doesn't mean bracing like a steel beam, but rather bending gently like a willow tree in a storm. Imagine the amazing sense of pride and accomplishment you're going to feel the first time your courage helps you short-circuit a panic attack after only a few minutes. Trust me, this is incredibly empowering. It's only going to motivate you to keep moving forward. Lastly, I want you to consider that as afraid as you may be, as much as you may feel trapped or powerless or hopeless in the face of your anxiety, you are brave. You have truth on your side. The truth that there really is nothing to fear but your own body and mind. 
and humans come from the factory with both courage and awesomeness baked right in. They're not options. You've got them. Now go find them and use them. I hope this has been helpful for you. Next time, I think I'll go over my own story so you can get an idea of what I've been through and the progress I've made. Until then, please remember that any step forward is a good step forward, no matter how small it may be, and I will see you next time.